Kidding. Yeah. Kidding. I mean, technically you're not wrong, but still. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, that's pretty much why Joe Rogan's so popular, is that he can sometimes just, like, go off and just really be, like, the most negative person, but it's like, some people still watch him. I mean, that's a whole other can of worms entirely, but it's like, you get the point. Some people have their taste of what they want to listen to, and if sometimes if all they want to hear is somebody trash talk, then that's <laughs> what they'll come to hear. I'm starting to feel like if I if I was recording this at my place, it's like I feel like I'd have like one of those neighbors who'd be like just like stopping on the ceiling to the theme every time they heard me scream. That like, oh crap, what kind of Pandora's box did I open? <laughs> what did I cause for myself? Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another session of Thumbs Up or Down. You decide. I am Eric Chappelle. I'm Melissa Leach. And uh, joining us is uh, Maya Taylor. So. Hey, what's up? And occasionally maybe chiming in is my cat, Ariel. <laughs> Everybody loves cats, cats, so that's no problem. <laughs> We're cat people. <laughs> you should all be cat people. <laughs> it's like I've seen the... It's like I know what Egypt's about. It's like you either got Anubis or you got cats. <laughs> My mom's got a channel on YouTube oh, called Houseplants, Orchids, and More. Houseplants, Orchids, and More. Please give it a, a watch and su uh, subscribe and like, please. Thank you. And her Instagram is by this also same name. Yes. Houseplants, Orchids, More. Please follow. Otherwise, the plants aren't giving you their oxygen. <laughs> Don't make fun of the plants. What? I'm. Th that's. They give oxygen. I'm saying something that's scientifically accurate, and it's like if they don't watch your channel, then it's like okay, fine. These plants aren't gonna give you oxygen. I'm trying to defend the plants' honor here. Plants are living beings. Don't. Okay. Poke fun all right. At I'm all not right. poking fun at plants. I'm trying to. I'm trying to respect their honor. Thank you. In other news... <laughs> Mortal Kombat! This episode, we were talking about Mortal Kombat the movie. What people are still debatably calling the best video game movie ever made. Although, the course of the years, we've definitely had uh, some other contenders to debate that. But even still, to this day, remains very highly... Uh, um, uh, keep in mind, we are talking about, what, the 1995 version? Yes. Uh, 1995 version of Mortal Kombat. Directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Not Paul Thomas Anderson, to clarify. So we'll just say, we'll, we'll call him W.S. Anderson, just to specify. What was your first introduction to this movie? Uh, growing up, it's like I had a lot, of, uh, a lot of siblings who were like into video games, so it's like their knowledge of like uh, early 90s uh, video games and movies especially, definitely, uh, I definitely had that knowledge uh, at my repertoire, but Mortal Kombat wasn't something that I asked about until probably until like maybe middle school, maybe. Because then that was when I was starting to realize it's like, oh, wow, there was a movie about Super Mario Brothers or Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. So mm. when I started looking into that, because uh, uh, I think that was also when uh, Resident Evil was coming out at the time and uh, I was realizing it's like, oh, it's from the same director. So it's like I hadn't uh, even though I had like I had, I kind of heard back and forth like people have been kind of mixed about it, like generally speaking, um, I wasn't. I, even though I had played Mortal Kombat on, I think Mortal Kombat 2 on the Super Nintendo, uh, I wasn't 
I was more of a, like a casual player for them. Uh, I didn't really fully see this movie. I'm not gonna lie until like maybe, maybe this year or. Mm. I don't know. I, I might have seen like because I might because I think I might have mostly like seen clips beforehand. But it's like I think this was like the first time that I was like really seeing this film the whole way through. Mm, okay. But what about you? What was your introduction to this? Huh. A uh, little bit of backstory here. Um, I grew up around a brother and two male cousins. My childhood was mostly focused around what the boys wanted to do. Uh, when it came to entertainment or video games or whatnot, it was basically a lot of what I was introduced to was basically what my brothers and male cousins were into. So it was Ninja Turtles, uh, Power Rangers, Mortal Kombat, basically the, like the ones that most kids are in, in, into back then. And since I kind of got tired of playing with the Barbies that my grandmother kept buying me over and over again, uh... As I'm putting it, transition, and in quotes, people, transition with my entertainment to a lot of male-dominated um, things or continue to play with Barbie dolls, so I transitioned, and yeah, Mortal Kombat was one of the things that, so when this movie came out, it was like even more so, um, especially so after the video, uh, after we watched the movie, we, we were even more into the video game. I know a lot of people, their their superheroes growing up were comic book characters, which were obviously Superman, Spider-Man, Batman, stuff like that. Me, it was Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, Mortal Kombat characters, stuff like that. So, yeah, for me, this, this uh, basically uh, hit childhood home for me. They were basically my forms of superheroes until Harry Potter came out. Hmm. And I was introduced to Hermione Granger. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Um, Hermione Granger before J.K. Rowling started tweaking history. Basically. If I'm not mistaken, we ended up watching, we ended up buying the VHS, and then, yes, people, those were a thing. For, I, I for, was around when VHS was still there. For the ones that are too young to know what a VHS is. For those up. of you who are younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> basically, anybody who is... Uh, 15 or younger you probably don't know what vhs is yeah exactly so yeah but yeah that was v we had it on vhs we watched the the movie i want to say it was like one or two times and i remember we uh played the video game a lot after that so that was basically my introduction to the movie as well as the video game in, in and of itself besides constantly playing pretending to be characters from the freaking thing and even then, you still have parents complaining about, oh, this movie's too violent, despite the fact that the games are more violent than the movie itself. I was actually about to say, the, the, the movies were not that violent, to be honest with you. Um, the, the video game probably was was more of an influence uh, than the actual movie was. That, and I honestly want to say Power Rangers was probably more violent than Mortal Kombat, in my opinion. Possibly, I don't know. Like Power Rangers the show or the movie? No, the movie. Uh, I'm just remembering the movies that I saw around that time as a kid. And I did watch um, Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. But I didn't... I, honestly, I don't even remember that series as much as I do Power Rangers and Mortal Kombat. Those were the two main ones until Mom and I got into Charmed. For me, it was Tommy Boy and Big Daddy. Tommy Boy for me, no, but Big Daddy, yes. I did watch Big Daddy quite a few times. Oh, I think you'd love Tommy Boy. 
Because honestly, I don't know if was Power Rangers a video game. There might have been. I I do. I I have seen the AVGN episode talk about like how there were some games on the Super Nintendo. So there definitely were games at the time, but. Was it mostly just like a TV series slash movie that it was mostly based on? Yeah, it was uh, mostly a TV series, and then uh, it was then spawned like merchandise, like the movies and video games. So. Yeah, so so because I remember the only other thing from my childhood that was distinctly huge at that time was also Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like between the video game and the trading cards, which I did both since my cousins and brother were into that too. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but. Uh, yeah, when it came to like video game movies, it was mostly um, Mortal Kombat that I distinctly remember. Mm-hmm. This was like a massive part of my um, entertainment upbringing when it came to like fighting and, and toughening up. <laughs> because they were, I'm not even joking, they were just like seriously into wrestling when I was a kid. So, yeah, I'm not afraid to wrestle someone. <laughs> at the time like there wasn't really much considering uh video game movies because like the only two other ones you had to base uh in comparison to were the super mario brothers movie and mm. double dragon <laughs> god i forgot about that one yes yeah I though i remember that one too yeah those two mortal kombat had a bit of an easy battle to fight for in terms of like at the very least just be like so far a decent film and from what I got, yeah, it's like, uh, despite the fact that the games are more violent, I feel like even for a PG-13 film, it still managed to get the some of the violence across pretty well. Especially, like, uh, with the Kano and Sonya fight. Like, yeah, some of the fight choreography is, like, still really good, even after 25 years Definitely, later. Definitely, however, I will admit, uh, after watching it years later, not only is the acting kind of... Um very 90s film-ish oh especially from johnny cage oh lord uh uh i actually texted you one of his quotes before coming (laughs) over at one point it's just like that guy that didn't ask him to park the car (laughs) but uh i mean other than that yeah at at the time i definitely can can see how the the choreography would have definitely been good but there is still a part of it that looks um obviously choreographed if that makes sense I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's... Okay, someone's pretending that they've got two other players playing the game uh, in standby mode. And mind you, not all of it was bad, but some of it I'm just like, wow. (laughs) Especially near the end, I did not... I don't remember the ending being as cheesy as it was. (laughs) I was like, man, this is some cheesy-ass shit right here. Wow. I don't remember this being as cheesy as it was when I was a kid. But then again, you you tend to... I forgot how quickly it ended, actually. Actually, I I thought... In my eyes, I was like... I remember it being longer than it actually was. I was like, why do I remember this being longer than it actually is? It wasn't a long movie at all. Yeah, for a film that was like an hour and 40 minutes, it felt pretty easy to breeze by. And, uh... You know, I think part of it might be because, like, you might be thinking of, like, the sequel, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I'm looking, I'm judging by your face you've never heard of. No. Oh. Are we going to have to do another Mortal Kombat? Yes, we are, because this is what, let's just say this is one of those, like, uh, films that is considered so bad it's good. Really? Like, it's that kind of, like, oh my god, how did this get made? But it's also oh, kind Jesus. of... <laughs> no, you'll actually love it. It's it's really it's really stupid, but it's so fun. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, but 
I mean, other than that, yeah, there's there was definitely, I'm not gonna lie, it was definitely nice revisiting my childhood, um, and and revisiting a movie that I used to watch growing up with my brother and and cousins, but um, yeah, like I said, now as an adult and definitely having um, a, f a film degree background under my belt, I'm definitely watching it from more of a artistic mindset nowadays and I'm just like yes it's it's nice nostalgia but I was like I can definitely appreciate certain things about it like costumes um set design production design stuff like that sound design all that stuff but I'm like there's definitely I, I definitely ended up realizing that when I was a kid I must have been very unaware as to a lot of things uh entertainment wise because I'm just like man a lot of these fight scenes look obviously choreographed you know it, it is kind of a shame because it's like it's got uh it is produced by um i'm looking at the wikipedia page it's like it's produced by lawrence kasanoff who's okay. uh uh known for working on some like james cameron productions like uh true lies which has excellent action scenes so it's like to go from working as a producer to that to this it's like definitely a step down by mm. any stretch of the beat um although one thing i wasn't really really impressed with um, was I don't know if they were puppets mm. that these characters were, or oh. like especially like the main monster guy Goro. Yeah, I was, he was done with puppetry. I was impressed because I'm like, I wonder how like how difficult that job was must have been for creating him around the time because this movie came out in '95, and I'm assuming that it was probably made probably like a year like a year before prior to that so like obviously 1993 1994 we'll, we'll say 94 at best um and i'm like given what was around back at the time with the materials being used because obviously a lot of stuff mm -hmm. has definitely gotten better and stuff like that when it comes to like materials. this was like one year before like mission the first mission impossible mm, so yeah it just, and independence yeah, day the way that they made some of these characters was impressive yeah, like, uh, yeah, I was, even looking at it today, like, the, I was really impressed with, like, the, the physical, uh, the, what, practical effects, that's it, I, I don't know why the term escaped me, but I love the practical effects in this movie, especially on Goro, uh, and, uh, I was also really happy, thank you, I know this is gonna sound weird, but thank you, W.S. Anderson, for getting a voice actor to actually do a voice actor's job, because Kevin Michael Richardson is so perfect as Goro. And funny enough, they actually got him to reprise his role in the recent animated film that they put out the, uh, recently. Oh, wow, okay. That's awesome. But yeah, I... I mean, Kevin Richardson's a fantastic voice actor, and anyone who says otherwise needs to get their ears checked. This movie did one hell of a job when it came to the effects. I, obviously, as I, I, I know I've mentioned in the past, I, I tend to think of CGI as something like nudity or sex in a film where you shouldn't really add it unless it's it's forwarding the story and actually helping it along and like because obviously too much of it can ruin ruin a film and story and stuff like that so and sometimes this, that can even apply with you know, some nudity because like there have been reports about like how like privates uh cg'd out so it's mm -hmm. like even for it's like it's for a split second so it's like well why are you wasting this money anyway mm. but yeah it's um when it came to like the CGI with with the it coming out like the thing coming out of the guy's hand and mm -hmm. I'm forgetting the guy's name Scorpion 
Not him too, but the, the main guy, the main wizard. Uh, oh, like, Raiden. Yeah, the fact of, of the lightning coming coming out of his body and and his eyes and stuff like that, and with, uh, um. I think that's a tech. Uh, I, I don't know if that's the CGI. Well, like it, to me, it was just the effects of it. It was impressive, and I'm not gonna lie, it has gotten better rec- in recent years. It's mm-hmm. definitely a lot more seamless, but for the time that they actually created it, it wasn't bad. As some of the lightning effects, uh, what I was saying about it not being CGI is that I think I was saying I think the technique that they did was that something that was done beforehand, where it's like they draw on the actual film. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I think the the technique uh, was for that particular okay. effect even with the effects in like the fight between like johnny cage and scorpion like when they go to that like hellscape scene it's like mm-hmm. like the, the the scenery and that looks impressive and the uh effects work where you sh- where scorpion reveals his skull face it's like okay yeah it's like it's got a mix of like cgi and practical effects yeah i definitely appreciated um so, um definitely um coming back to it years later as an adult it was definitely something i took to uh, took appreciation with so and also uh just like to go over the story about like how like um <clears throat> about how like all these characters end up going together uh you know what you know uh luke kang uh he is his brother was murdered so he's going for revenge uh johnny cage is going because he wants a to boost his career a bit Sonya's going to because he's hunting after a criminal mm-hmm. The other character, Princess Katana, we find out is the Emperor's adopted daughter. Basically, for those who don't know, it's like, just think of her as, like, Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. That's the best way I could sum it up. It's like, she's the 90s Gamora. I, is Guardians on, uh, of the Galaxy on uh, on uh, Disney Plus? Yes. We're definitely going to have to uh, do a thing on both movies, because, quite frankly, there's a lot of backstory about those characters that I'm not aware of. Hmm okay like the movie just don't know much about the characters themselves fair enough other than zoe saldana she's wonderful and beautiful and i love her yeah and she's very talented <laughs> i still think she should have been nominated for infinity war i will fight anyone who says otherwise <laughs> yeah so <laughs> other i mean otherwise even and i'm sorry but the like you said the freaking theme song oh yeah <laughs> the soundtrack even by uh years who? later it's still getting me dancing and, 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 and bobbing my head here. Thank you, George S. Clinton. <laughs> it's the thing that, the, that's probably the best thing that came out of the movie was that uh, just how good the the theme score was done with it. It the tone. Mm-hmm. Even with, with the game, with the movie, just... And for the time period, period, especially, considering that 90s was in that sort of like, uh, it was coming out of that experimental rock phase uh with like also some techno stuff but it's like mm-hmm. now we're getting into like some of the techno pop stuff kind of stuff like that were really like hard beats and still uh stuff like that but i mean yeah, the, the minute you heard that song it just it literally set the tone and you knew what was up it was it's it's um jaws the certain those certain theme songs that like you just hear them you just like know what's coming up that's basically what that is like the minute you heard that song you knew there was a fight scene coming up with with either the, the game or with the movie and it just like I said it's it's iconic for me Lyndon ashby has like i can tell he was just having the time of his life with this dialogue because he was thinking it's like okay it's a video game movie it's like i'm just gonna play this tongue-in-cheek and just like play this off like comedy he just had like the a line for like every kind of situation which which uh which one are you referring to johnny cage mm. 
A little. I don't know, like, even even if they didn't land as well, it's like, just the fact that he was like, I can't help but admire him it for that. It kind of reminds me of the same um, uh, kind of mentality that it seems like Johnny Depp has with the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, that sarcasm that you, you, you add in there. It's just, like, it kind of has, like, a very tongue-in-cheek kind of way of, of deliverance with, with his lines in that movie. It's kind of, in my eyes, a little bit similar. Yeah. So. Which is ironic, because I think uh, I think Johnny Cage was uh, supposed to be inspired by Nicolas Cage. I I actually can see that, too. And considering he had also done The Rock uh, a year er, uh, a year later, it's like, I'm now imagining it's like, had he do- not done uh, the film Leaving Las Vegas that won him an Oscar, mm-hmm. he probably would have done this film, because he probably, and he would have been okay with that. And like, hey, you know what? Sounds pretty good. <laughs> Well, I'm just because like I'm actually like that guy. I didn't ask him to park the car. I, I I'm realizing now just what like, legends. Uh, with um some of the movies that he's done in the past, yeah, he has a very very um sometimes tongue-in-cheek way of uh, delivering lines as well. Yeah, and I guarantee you, he'd be the kind of person who would leave an autograph for somebody who kicked his ass, who who he just kicked the ass of. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably do that, and it's like, guess who just kicked your ass? This guy. Uh, but yeah, because there's definitely been a lot of movies that Nicolas Cage has actually done I, that are classic movies in my eyes. He was almost going to be a live-action Superman back in the late 90s. Really? Yeah, and funny enough, he did get to play Superman until uh, the uh, Teen Titans Go animated movie. Interesting, okay. Overall, yeah, this 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 movie definitely is very one that's very, very iconic. Mm-hmm. And definitely... Um, just like with the look, the feel, the costumes, the, the way the lines are delivered, the, the lighting, the, the sound effects, the effects themselves, the acting, just like mm-hmm. everything, it just screams '90s, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually kind of especially actresses. like uh, I, I mean, no, this is gonna sound like kind of racist to break up, but it's like especially with uh, Ray, uh, how Luke Cage's uh, people end up bowing to Raiden, the Guide of Lightning, who's technically being played by a white guy christopher lambert you know today that may not go well but it's like it's yeah. still kind of funny to think about it's like christopher lambert still does a good job despite how hokey some of the dialogue can be <laughs> especially where he's at that one point telling them on the ship it's like the fate of the world is in your hands <laughs> is it bad that i completely forgot about that laugh that he makes in the movie <laughs> i was like why does he and that's what there's one where i was like why is he actually laughing? That's why I bring up uh, John uh, Lennon Ashby's like mindset of like thinking like he's in on the joke, like thinking like you can definitely tell like some of them aren't taking this a hundred percent seriously. But it's like it's fun to have a mix of those who are and those who aren't. I don't actually know if I, I um the, the 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 male actors I can definitely see that with. However, the the, the um girl who played Sonia, mm-hmm. I don't know half the time I kind of think that she was just like I don't know I don't know if she was just taking her. Uh, part way too seriously or if it wasn't serious enough because it just it, it her acting definitely seemed a little bit um i don't know i was just like because like i said i i don't remember her character being like that but then again I, th- things tend to shift when you're when you go from childhood to to adult and and you're looking at things from a adult lens so i'm just like mm-hmm. how did i kind of like miss this because they're acting their 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 attitudes when they're they're acting definitely seem to shift Especially with the writing of their characters, like, oh, Sonia's this badass uh, that could, she gets her gold done, like, snap like that, like, mm-hmm. 
like literally <laughs> um oh, but like, yeah it's like after she then is confronted by uh, the villain it's like oh suddenly i'm not strong enough and i'm like i would have accepted it it's like if they demonstrated shang Tsung's fight uh, f uh strength between her but no they just get to oh he's twisted my arm my one weakness i just twisted it a while ago it's like well that oh, like the ending like when she's when she's chained up and it's oh my friends will come like honey you don't sound that convincing here yeah, and it's like, first of all, you just met them. How are they your friends? It just, like I said, it, 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 it seemed, I just, I don't know, her, her character kind of bothered me a little bit, I'm not going to lie, but her character's probably, like, the only one in the film that I'm like, why does this seem forced? Young girl player, someone to root for, I guess. No, I definitely get understand that, but I, literally, Princess Quintana, I mean, like, yeah. she was definitely, uh, a, like, a badass Lara Croft. Mm-hmm. Feels. Yeah, which she does get more screen time in the sequel for better or for worse. It's why, like, why do you say for better or for worse? Uh, she has a uh, connection with the villain that's a little bit uh, closer. Like her mother is like connected to the villain, hypnotized. So it's uh, like, uh, yeah. But uh, w when we get to the sequel, you'll understand what I mean. Oh, dude, okay. Yeah, I mean, other than that, aside from her character, admittedly, this was definitely a, a nice walk down memory lane. Yeah. And I, I definitely, in my eyes, think this is a thumbs up for, for any kid, so. Yeah, me too. Lastly, I wanted to go over uh, Robin's show as uh, Liu Kang. I also wanted to bring up another reference to Beverly Hills Ninja, because I also remembered he's also in that movie as well. I completely forgot. That's another one we're going to add to the list, because it's like, that's it's a delightful movie. And it's one of Chris Farley's last films, so it's like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But his uh, Liu Kang, I really, uh, I really enjoyed him because he he's he's the kind of snar uh, snarky, uh, sarcastic hero that I love. Like usual '90s shonen anime, like basically someone who's determined by their goal and it's like doesn't want to deal with others who are obviously he can tell are a waste of time. Like the moment he meets Johnny Cage, and it's like is always giving him a bit of a snarky time afterwards, like tossing his luggage off the pier or. Uh, kind of mocking him as he got turned down by Sonya or something like big star for a big fan huh I definitely liked his character he he definitely had a very very sarcastic tone to his to his character yeah I don't know, he felt he was... like he had a perfect balance of I'm in on the joke and I'm gonna take this seriously well not just that it seemed like he actually was like the only one there for like the the he had a legitimate purpose for being yeah there. he for like the right reason his character I definitely appreciated him Although one thing I was gonna say was, are, do any of these character, do, do any of these people actually, did any of them know actually know like martial arts prior to entering this role? Or did, did they I know Robin. Sh I, I think I think Robin Shu did, but I think other them kind of had to learn it for like the the and I, maybe the actors who played Sub Zero and Scorpion probably. Because like a lot of them were like, oh yeah, I, I I've been practicing it for for so long. And I'm like, really? Because it doesn't look like it. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it, 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 some of it kind of seemed like it was lacking a little bit is all it was also in that early stage of like figuring out how to like how video game movies can, prob can probably be adapted like they were still experimenting with like what wow. was easy at the time I'm, I'm seeing some of these actors who were in the and my god they aged <laughs> holy shit Robin Chu is 60 the only ones well, the thing is, Robin Chu actually still kind of looks kind of very similar to th that and, and Bridget Wilson. 
as well as uh, Katana. She kind of looks like the other ones. You can definitely tell. I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The path back from the Netherland Mage uh, has time against them. Basically, but like I said, with 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 uh, Robin, uh, uh, yeah, he definitely. Besides, besides Bridget Wilson and 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 the other woman who played Katanish, they they all three of them looked time were were friendly to them. Either that, or they just know how to take really really good care of themselves. A dozen in one, half a dozen in the other, or six in one, half a dozen in the other. I forget what the saying is. But... Yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm just okay. Yeah, wow. All right. Yeah. Good to know. Mm-hmm. I think for me, my overall thoughts is like, uh, I, I definitely enjoyed it, uh, for like, uh, looking at the context for what it was like at the time, it was like, some of it does hold up still, like, especially with the Goro effects, in my opinion, uh, some of it obviously is a little dated, like, especially reptiles, CGI. Yeah. It's like, if you got time, it's on Netflix. So it's like, if you got time to kill it's uh, I definitely would say it's like, take a trip down memory lane and revisit this one and, you know, realize that, oh, there was some potential back in the day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely really, really good movie. Like you said, to, to, to definitely see like the difference between filmmaking back then and, and now like the difference, but overall, not, not in my eyes, not a bad film. Definitely a thumbs up for me. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, they've been trying to, like, uh, get a, re uh, a Mortal Kombat reboot going in live action, which, uh, considering at this point, it's like, I doubt it's ever going to happen. It's like, they're still going to keep making games. There's always going to be new stuff added. It's like, at that point, you're just going to be, like, trying to catch up to the game. So it's like, at this point, just, like, just make a movie about one of the characters, and it's like, just go from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a thumbs up for me as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I guess that's uh, where we'll end on this one. Uh, definitely give us your thoughts about Mortal Kombat down below, and uh, also let us know what other movie, uh, video game, or video games do you think would work well as movies. Uh, until next time, I'm Eric Jabell. I'm Will Stage. And we'll see you next time. Take care.